Hello, everybody. You are listening to Action Line on KINY. I am your host, Jordan Lewis, and joining me over the phone today, I've got Student Resource Officer Aaron Landry. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, it's always nice having JPD on, especially now since schools did start up yesterday. That is correct. Yep. And so there's a couple... Exactly. So there's a couple of big topics I want to hit with you that are pretty notable around this time of the year. And the first one is those school zones. So I understand that you said you were getting a couple of complaints about people speeding through those. Yeah, I think it's mainly just a a matter of people are are, uh, having to remember that school has started and we just need to drive a little more careful around school zones. Um, We got a lot of kids walking to school in the mornings. And I think if, if everyone just gives themselves a little bit more time to to get to work and uh, so they can drive a little slower that should be uh probably that would probably help that out quite a bit gotcha and i think one thing that i was going to know is that obviously with you know man wanting to manage the speed go through those zones obviously pedestrian safety would also be quite important oh absolutely in fact um one of the things absolutely one of the things that we talk to um the students about is um we're going to have some well. We're going to have some classes um, in the schools talking about pedestrian safety. It's something we do in the fall. In the summer, we do bike safety. Um, but now, as it's as kids are walking to school and, and biking to school as well, we'll do a refresher of that as well. But um, we definitely want to have them being you know looking out for cars and, and making sure they're looking both ways before they cross the street. Okay, and are those the big things that are talked about in that class, or is there more to it than just those? Yeah, just to be aware of just, again just just mainly just more awareness of, um, uh, you know, using the crosswalks, not running across the street, um, you know, where there's not a, a designated crosswalk. A lot of things that kids will tend to do is just cross without looking, um, not just not being fully aware of, of the cars around them, and that's a, a big factor uh, for it. So, yeah, it's just, to, again, just to help them just to, again, start thinking about being more careful as well. Okay. And now maybe you could remind the folks that are listening, what is the actual uh, punishment involved for if you do, are caught speeding through a school zone? Oh, so, um, well, the penalty is definitely higher. Um, so, um, and we do, one of the things that people need to be aware of is our, our patrol officers and us as well. Um, we definitely work on that in the morning. So we want to make sure, again, it's about safety. So, you know, we just want to make sure that everyone's aware of that. Um, but the, de- the penalty is definitely higher for speeding in a school zone than it is normally. Okay. I think, is, I think is it, isn't like a, a like double what it is normally, or am I misremembering that? Yeah, it, it's, it's definitely higher. Yeah, it's definitely uh, more of a, it's kind of like going through a, a work zone as well. So, um, yeah, the penalty is definitely higher. Okay. Um, one of the things that we like to do, though, is, is we like to, you know, uh, try to use education more than, than that, you know, just so, we, again, what we really are, the, the goal of everything is just to make sure everyone's driving safer and that everyone's safe getting to work and to school. Gotcha. And with that safer driving, ultimately that helps to benefit everybody, not just the folks that need to go through the school zone. Absolutely. Okay. And now, one of the big things I always want to hit when we, I'm able to get the, the, the SROs in here is kind of just talk to me about what some of the tasks that you actually do as a student resource officer. Because I find sometimes there is this kind of a disconnect where it's like, okay, well, we have a cop at the school, but what does that do exactly? Obviously, it adds some, it, you know, and hope it adds some sort of safety to the school, but what are some of the things that you do? Oh, absolutely. So we do a lot of things. So um, one of the things, of course, is the D.A.R.E. program. And one of the nice things about the D.A.R.E. program is um, a lot of people that when I tell them I teach the D.A.R.E. program, they think of the old D.A.R.E. program um, back in the 80s, uh, the kind of the just say no uh, thing. 
whereas now it's more of a, a life skills kind of curriculum, so where we're, we're teaching the kids how to deal with stress, we're teaching them how to deal with bullying, um, just the things that we all deal with going through life, um, and it helps giving them, helps make them better, make more responsible and safe choices. That's one of the things that we're uh, teaching the kids in the schools. Um, also, like, as, like I just said, you know, we'll do bike safety and pedestrian safety. Um, we also do um, a lot of, the, we help out with the after-school programs at the schools. So we'll teach a uh, kind of like an introduction to like um, what, what is involved with police work, like with crime scene, you know, things like that, processing. Um, and that's something that we do with the after-school programs um, um, in conjunction with Zach Gordon Youth Center. Um, so there's a lot of things that we do other than just, um, you know, school security, obviously. Gotcha. And I think it's a, that's quite notable that you added on that, you know, it has expanded beyond just the, you know, just saying, you know, that was back in the 80s. I think especially with the bullying aspect, you know, there's a lot of conversations that have been going on around that, maybe not as much as some folks would argue should be happening. And so to hear that that is being included more is quite interesting. Could you maybe expand a bit more on that for me? Well, yeah. So um, in addition to what we do with D.A.R.E. program, we also help out with... Um, you know, the online and social media kind of stuff, how to be safe online, how to be safe with social media. And again, a big part of social media is, as far as the safety aspect is, again, uh, people trying to get information from kids online. Um, also, you know, there is that element of the bullying that has unfortunately gone from, you know, back in the day where it was before cell phones, um, bullying uh, was more of a you know personal kind of thing. Now it it's kind of goes across all spectrum of media, um, and so that's something we we try to educate kids to learn how to uh, navigate and, and deal with when they're when they're on their phones. So and that's just you know again in this day and age everyone all, everyone's got phones um, or some sort of device, so we're we're trying to help them navigate those things. Okay. I feel like I'm part of the generation that was a bit at the crossroads of that, where it's like it kind of started as just the, you know, that peer-to-peer kind of issue. And then as I got older, then you had the internet started to explode a bit more. And then you started having a lot more of those social media interactions. And luckily, I never had to experience those. I think at that point, I had reached this kind of level where most people were like, yeah, there's no point in trying to do anything to him because it doesn't impact me anymore. I did, but that required a lot of other things to kind of tackle later in my life. So hearing that there is a lot more of that effort being put into, hey, here's how you can maintain you know safety online in these kinds of situations. Here's how you can handle that interpersonally. I think that's quite important. Yeah, I and mean, we we try to teach things. Not, we're not you know instead of just saying hey, just just say no or just you know we're actually trying to give kids usable skills um, to you know give them tactics, um, things they actually can say or a different um, um, ways to avoid, um, you know, again, offers of, you know, drugs in school or, you know, having, again, um, kids trying to help, you know, trying to get them to make bad decisions. And so we're trying to give them some them some tools to work with um, in conjunction with, you know, obviously their parents and, and their, their teachers to help them navigate kind of all these things in life that, you know, we, these challenges that we're all facing as we're, you know, going through life here. 
No, definitely. And I think those are important conversations to have with kids those age, because oftentimes, because of the nature of my job, I have to be on social media and I have a lot of friends from kind of all over the place. And I see, you know, some of my friends that do have kids and their kids are struggling with these kinds of issues. I have family members that are still, you know, young and in school and they're struggling. And so to see that happening there, but then to know that there are resources available to help them out is it's helpful to see that it shows that there is some initiative being done because I know oftentimes it can come off as like, Oh, well, nothing's being done about it. Why, why aren't people getting involved? Sure. Yeah. And you know, and it's, 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 it's challenging because, you know, again, like you were saying that, you know, before when it's peer to peer, uh, pressure, uh, you know, if you go home and there's no one with you at your house, then, you know, there's, there's some reprieve from that. But with social media, it's kind of like a nonstop thing, you know, or it can be, it can feel like a nonstop thing where not only are you dealing with it at school, now you're at home on your, on your mobile device or, or on your computer and it's just continuing. So, you know, again, it's a little more challenging in this, this day and age, I think for kids, because it doesn't seem to be any um, let up in the pressure of that stuff. Um, but that's where we are trying to help. Um, and we work, in, we work in conjunction with, you know, the schools as well. Um, you know, to, you know, it's not just an isolated thing that we do where we work. This is all in conjunction with the, the school, the staff at the schools. Gotcha. Well, I will admit it is also nice to hear that D.A.R.E. is a bit more, I guess what I would say effective. There was also this kind of impression from a lot of kids my age that D.A.R.E. wasn't very helpful. Obviously, I don't have data to back any of that. That is an entirely conjecture statement on my part, which is why I'm making that very clear right now. That is a conjecture statement. And so to hear how D.A.R.E. has expanded, I would be led to believe it was probably being a bit more successful. Would you argue that that's the case? Well, yeah, I, I think that you know it, it has you know, it has definitely evolved from those initial uh, from the initial you know concept of, of Dare, where now it's there's a lot of um, a lot of the curriculum that's within Dare is backed by you know um, professionals, um, education professionals, and it, it it runs in line with the core principles, the core the core requirements in the education system. So, it's again, it's it's part of that whole that whole education um you know makeup um and it's not something that you know we're just saying coming to school and just saying hey if you do drugs you're going to be in trouble or you know all you got to do is just say no it's we're actually we're actually having discussions in the classroom about different challenges that they're facing and, and giving them tools to you know we do a lot of role playing we do a lot of you know scenarios inside the class where they get to act out you know situations and make a good decision and it prepares them you know hopefully uh down the road if some of they do encounter that problem um, they're able to they're able to have that they've gone through it already so they can make that decision better gotcha well we are going to move into our break when we come back i'll be talking more with sro aaron landry you are listening to action line on kiny back with more action line IK and why I'm your host Jordan Lewis joining me still over the phone I have student resource officer Aaron Landry now during the first half of the show we talked a bit about you know making sure you don't speed through the school zones we talked about pedestrian safety and we talked a pretty good bit about the dare program and the importance of that in schools these days but I want to talk to you a bit more about kind of what are the things that you do when you're at the schools to kind of help foster that positive relationship with not even just the faculty but the students themselves yeah, so I mean, you just you hit it right on the head. Our, our goal as the SROs, obviously, is to is to foster that positive interaction with with students. And so, you know, again, we try to spend quite a bit of time in the schools. Um, there's two of us, um, 
there's Officer Kreiderman and myself, and we're both assigned to, um, you know, the, the, you know, we're both each assigned to different schools. Uh, he's uh, at JDHS, and, and the school's kind of in that area, and then I'm at Thunder Mountain, and then kind of the school's around there. And so our goal is to just um, be a presence, be a positive presence, um, talk to the kids, um, talk to the faculty, let them know that we're there for them, and just to d- just develop that relationship. Gotcha. And so maybe give me a couple examples of what you do to help develop that relationship. Sure. Well, you know, again, like, you know, one of the things that really does help is, is teaching classes with the kids. Um, but beyond that, um, we just try to go through, um, the, the, you know, so one of the things that we don't do that's different from maybe some other school resource off um, some departments is some departments have a dedicated office for their school resource officer and they tend to kind of sit in there. Um, we don't really have that, and so what we do is we we just kind of stay out in the in the halls um, and just say hi to the kids. Um, I often in the mornings um, my my routine is I will go to say Floyd Dryden before before school starts and just try to say hi to um, a lot of the kids I know um, from Dare and from other things, and then. Um, I just get to know some of them as I walk by, and the kids actually are pretty receptive. They'll say hi, um, and I just try to kind of create that presence of, hey, I'm there for you, um, and not so much of, you know, hey, I'm here to make sure you're not getting in trouble. More, you know, try to keep more of a, you know, that that I'm there as a, as a positive thing for them, that they feel they can come to me if they have any problems. Gotcha. And I think that's an important uh, comparison to make during the break uh, for, for the listeners so they know. We were talking a bit about some of my experience with SROs when I was in school, which, again, really was not that long ago every time I think about it. But, you know, as I, you know, I grew up in Anchorage, and so the SROs that I had at my school, you know, they were those ones that had that dedicated office. And really, you didn't feel their presence too much besides, you know, you knew their office existed and you knew they parked outside. And the only time you ever really saw them was when someone genuinely got into a lot of trouble. And so it left this impression of that's all they're here for is when a student is in some capacity in so much extra trouble that the faculty couldn't handle it. Right, right. And then that's, you know, and, and there's, there's, you know, unfortunately there's going to be a place for that to some extent, um, but really the majority of our goal in the schools is, is not that. Um, in fact, I've, I, I have been, I, when I first started working, like, say, with Yakus, um, you know, one of the things that they would say to me is, hey, you know, the only time we ever see you guys is when someone's in trouble. Um, and so that's, uh, you know, I want to make a big point, to, you know, of, of not being only a presence there when someone's, you know, in trouble, um, but also be there when, you know, just, just as a positive thing, you know, as just a presence there to, to get to know the kids, let them know that, you know, um, I'm there, there to be there for them if they need help with something, and just kind of create that more of a positive presence um, without, you know, they're, they're having, you know, so they don't think that I'm just there uh, only for the purpose of because someone's in trouble. Yeah, that's 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 not what we're trying to do. Gotcha. And and I think you hit you hit it pretty succinctly there. And yeah, it's about establishing that positive image. I think it uh, kind of goes without saying. Obviously, for the last couple of years, you know, police departments have gotten a pretty bad reputation for a, a lot of a, a whole host of reasons. And so, to have these kinds of interactions where you can have that sort of positive influence and say, hey. 
it isn't all like that. It's not all of what you're being presented with, you know, maybe within, you know, larger sort of public, public sort of news settings. And so when you are able to present that different perspective on it, where you're like, hey, you know, I'm here to help you out. I'm not here to be this very, you know, I'm trying to think of the right word for it, but you know, like that kind of, I don't want to say negative presence. It's not the word I'm looking for, but it, it is important to establish and be like, hey, it isn't all like what you might be seeing, you know? No, absolutely. And, and definitely, you know, for me personally, you know, the reason, you know, one of the reasons I'm in this assignment is, is for that, is for that. It's not to, um, you know, I, 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 I truly enjoy, um, you know, having a good relationship with the kids in the schools. And it's, it's an incredibly rewarding assignment. And so for me personally, um, you know, that's, that's, where I, you know, that's where I want to have it be. Um, and, and again, a lot of, you know, many times when kids are having problems in the schools, it's something that isn't require me to, um, you know, enact a, a law enforcement aspect of it, but more is what can I do to help, you know? And so, you know, I'd say the majority of the time that we try to just be a presence there to help out the kids that are having some problems and, you know, work with the school to kind of fix that stuff and help, you know, help get it um, resolved. But it's been a very positive and, and rewarding thing for me to have that good relationship with the kids. Okay. And now that leads me to, I would say a bit more of a fun and lighthearted question. What would you say has been your most enjoyable experience, you know, kind of working this, this role as the student resource officer? Um, honestly, just the positive recognition from the kids. So, you know, that has been a student resource officer, Aaron Landry. He unfortunately got his signal dropped there. I did not press a button. That is quite unfortunate. Well, what I will do because of that, I'm going to grab some music for everybody. I'm going to do that. And you've been listening to Action Line on KINY. 